Hello, and welcome to the podcast about Transformers comics, toys, and everything in between. I'm Onyx Prime with my two co-hosts here. Howdy, I'm CompuCharm. And I'm Kilobyte. And welcome to Season 2 of the show. We're doing a special giveaway, so stay tuned until the end of the show for details to see how you can enter to win this amazing Transformers figure. I'm very jealous still. Moving on with our <laughs> comics discussion for today's episode takes us to IDW Transformers Robots in the Skies Volume 2. And as always, spoiler warning. Now, onwards with the podcast. You all know the drill. This is Kilobyte's first time reading the series, and we're excited to hear his thoughts. But first, Computron, do you mind giving us some facts and trivia? Yeah, and uh, you all know the drill. Facts and trivia. <laughs> so, uh, number of comics in this issue for IAD Volume 2 is four. Uh, so, issue six was released June 13th, 2012, and issue nine of this volume was released September 5th. 2012. Uh, writer was John Barber, and the artist was Livio Remandelli, Brendan Cowhill, Andrew Griffith, and uh, with colors by Livio Remandelli, Joanna Lafuente, and Josh Perez. All right, trivia. In issue seven, Jazz appears to have formed a music poetry double act with Skybite, playing a Cybertronian equivalent of a uh, double bass, double bass. Sorry. Nice. <laughs> I understood that pun. <laughs> <laughs> metal hawk notes that his pacifistic outlook was inspired by the teaching of the circle of light also featured in the uh, drip miniseries uh though here he calls them the crystal city after their uh, old home i knew it uh in issue eight the opening scene in which ironhide addresses his troops while marching in front of a giant autobot symbol pays homage to the opening of the movie Patton, uh in which the title character does the same in front of a giant american flag that makes sense i actually watched that movie and it was it was a ramble <laughs> uh <laughs> last one here we go <laughs> swindle tells shockwave that dirge comes with cone-shaped hat in hand a reference to the uh, fan coin term conehead so <laughs> with all that done inside, uh, Mr. Kilo, would you please give us a uh, brief summary? I will do. Away from the events on Cybertron, Orion Pax finds both a new mission and some old friends. While on Cybertron, an incoming ship poses a possible mystery, or is it a threat? And as always, this information has been taken from the wiki. Fantastic. Shall we get started? We are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we open up with a monologue of Optimus Prime taking notes of a world that we can see Shockwave is visiting. I think the planet is Ardura. What's your thoughts? Um, it was interesting. I liked it. It'll kind of go hand in hand when we. I'm not going to spoil it, but <laughs> when we finally see Shockwave's master plan, it kind of goes a little bit hand in hand with that. Master plan, that. Shockwave. Yeah, uh, a little foreshadow. I think I now that this is my second time reading it, I'm like, oh, okay. Hello? Uh, I liked it that it was a planet similar to, uh, not similar to Cybertron, but they had creatures that were similar to the Cybertronians, so were like metallical and, and robotic, but they, they look very different. And I'm very interested in what happened there, because I know Shockwave says that he caused it, but I don't know how or why. Uh, but I know he's always doing experiments, so... Yeah, they remind me of those creatures from the Autocracy series that were surrounding uh, Trypticon, or coming from Trypticon. But these ones are obviously more intelligent, as 
because they're speaking. Yeah. Yeah. So fast forwarding to, I guess, present day in the comics, Optimus arrives on this very same planet with Jahaxis as his prisoner. So that's where he went. And we find <laughs> a frozen monstructor. The plot thickens to which the, the frozen monstructor begins to awaken due to the proximity of Jahaxis. I'm still unclear on what causes him to burst from the ice. And we get a, a reappearance of Bludgeon. What's your thought? Yeah, I thought he was offline. <laughs> Where'd he come the from? Coolest Decepticon ever. Not really a Decepticon. The plot needed him. That's why he's back. Oh, oh, well, that's <laughs> same with Monstructor, right? Because I thought Perceptor yeah. took him down. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but uh, I guess Jahax has fixed his one weakness. Yeah. What was Those it? Were... Getting shot in the head? <laughs> I, I guess because now he can split apart and recombine. I guess it's really cool. But also, I want to point out poor Wheelie. Yeah, I was I was sad when, yeah. but he's still alive. He's not offline. It, it, it scared me for a little bit, but he's still there. It's I totally there. thought, yeah, they I look pretty dead. They he looked dead. <laughs> he was they do. Dead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like the artist was just like, oh, I wasn't supposed to kill him. Whoopsies. Now nah, he's still alive. <laughs> no, they did a good job though to make you think they were dead. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought. Garnack was dead too. Yeah, no. By all accounts, really... he should be. <laughs> what do you he's, want to say? He's not Cybertronian. He's organic. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm happy to see them both back uh, after uh, our chaos, and I'm I'm interested to find out the relationship between Jihaxes and Shockwave, because Jihaxes yeah. says that Shockwave was his student. So I'm uh, I want to know more about that. I've, I never knew Shockwave had a, a teacher. Yeah. So hopefully we'll wow. find out more. It's definitely like one of those uh, you can get a vibe that Shockwave probably surpassed his master. Oh, absolutely, vibe. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's not the one um, that was caught. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so back on Cybertron, it looks like Wheeljack is on a secret mission. Hmm. A scientist is sneaking about what could possibly go wrong. Especially uh, because this is what kind of ship? It's a Decepticon ship. Yes, a Decepticon ship. I gotta say, though, before we kind of jump into this, I always, 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 always loved uh, Wheeljack's monologues. Because he's just the coolest character. Like, he's a scientist, but he's, like, the coolest scientist you'd ever meet. <laughs> he's not, he's not like, like uh, uh, what's his name with the suitcase? Uh, Brainstorm. You don't like Brainstorm? He's my favorite scientist. Oh, no, no, but, like, but like Wheeljack's, like, like the coolest scientist. He's not, I mean, he's not Perceptor or Brainstorm, but he's the coolest of them, all of them. Yeah, he has, a, he has a flow to him. He's got a flow, man. Yeah. That's what it is. I, I've, I want to know if all the Autobot scientists like to work upside down, because we... We see Wheeljack in his little bubble upside down, and then we, in the previous, in the More Than Meets the Eye, we saw Brainstorm working on his gadgets upside down. I'm like, is this a thing? Do they all just work upside down? Maybe they're just trying to uh, get the Energon flow to their brain modular. That's that's how that works, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of flip-flopping back and forth with time in this one, because the Wheeljack on the secret mission is technically taking place in the future, and then we're flipping back and forth to when the Decepticon ship first arrives. 
it can be a little confusing if it's if you're not reading the story all the way through. But the Decepticon ship lands and a familiar bot steps out. One we haven't seen in a while. One we probably presumed was dead. There's a lot yes. of that going around in yes. this comic. <laughs> Halo, do you mind telling us which one this is? It's Turmoil uh, that we saw back at uh, Drift Origins. Yeah. Back with a vengeance, I guess. <laughs> he's back with a vengeance, but it's not like that at first. Uh, he's trying to be peaceful, supposedly. But uh, Metal Hawk shows a very different side of him. Pro-killing. And why is that, Computron? Yeah, uh, it turns out Turmoil exterminated a lot of Metal Hawk's people. And uh, yeah, it turned out it was actually Drift when he was Denlock. Not Turmoil, but we're, we're going to roll with that. Yeah, which... Creates a little bit of tension between Metal Hawk and Bumblebee because Bumblebee forgot to mention that uh, Drift used to be a Decepticon. Yep. Oh boy. He's uh, a born again Autobot. Starscream is loving every second of it. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> I kind of also want to point out that Drift kind of got lucky because I'm going to do like a handshake between MTME and this. Drift got lucky because I don't think he had to put up with uh, Ultra Magnus's How to Be an Autobot. No, right? That's, that's true. <laughs> but uh, now we're flipping back to the, the part where Wheeljack is doing a secret mission on board. And unfortunately, Turmoil finds him and blasts him real bad. But he's not out of the fight yet. He pulls out some fun moves, which pretty surprising because the way he gets blasted is like, oh boy, he's dead. And he's like, oh, okay, he's not dead. And he pulls out like a giant shield bubble. And he gets rescued by, you know, the peacemaker, Metal Hawk. <laughs> I wasn't expecting Metal Hawk to kill anybody. Yeah, that was kind of uh, a turn of events, wasn't it? But yeah. justified, I guess. Yeah, well, he didn't really kill them. He incapacitated them. But still, I didn't expect him to, you know, hurt anybody. Right. Kind of yeah. goes to show that he has a kind of like a two-faced kind of guy. Which, he's definitely, like to me, like the Harvey Dent of the series. Oh, absolutely. That's what it feels like, right? Yeah. But we'll we'll see more of that later on. Spoilers for Kilobyte. <laughs> so, moving on to our other plot point. Uh, we get the Ironhide is braver than the rest of us. He decides to go into the deepest parts of the Cybertronian wilderness to find the aerial bots that left in the last issue. But he doesn't go in alone. He brings what's left of the Dinobots, excluding Grimlock, and Skylinks along too. And, again, what could possibly go wrong? Before <laughs> we can find out, let's take a quick ad break, because we have to support our show somehow. Hey, Computron, you look tired. You doing okay? No, just running low on fuel. I really wish there was a small drink that can give me the boost I need to finish the day. There is, and you're in luck. It's called K-Juice, a new exciting Energon drink that will give you the boost that you need to finish the day strong. Here, have one. Thanks, Onyx. <sighs> that hit the spot. Just what I needed. Purchasing K-Juice, you agree to the following terms and conditions. K-Juice Corp is not responsible for any possible crimson contained inside What's in the box? or any mischievous gaming plans that may arise Onyx. after consumption. Other side effects may include not moving faster than the brain module, spontaneous outbursts, random black eyes, and other What in Primus's name did you give me? And welcome back. So what's your thoughts on this? Um, I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, I like that he took every, every bot that 
resembles a dinosaur <laughs> on, on this mission. It's like, so that was pretty fun. Uh, just knowing the Dinobots is probably going to be chaotic. Maximum Dinobots 2.0. <laughs> where they lost, right? <laughs> yeah, and I think they mentioned that they're the only ones that decided to take their Earth form, uh, like keep their Earth forms. Uh, yeah, which so. makes Prowl a little uneasy for some reason. Yeah. Speaking of which, on the other side of the story arc, um, I like how Prowl and Bees talk about normalcy, and Bee sarcastically goes, "Oh, looks like it's Starscream in Autobot High Command, like normal." <laughs> man b has a lot on his plate right now i think is just too much pressure oh yeah too many yeah. expectations at this point it, it must be hard yeah. <laughs> not something a scout was looking forward to huh yeah <laughs> so uh, we do get to see some turbo foxes which is nice to see uh on the ironhide and dinobot side of things although turbo foxes and dinobots we all know who's gonna come out of that scenario unscathed uh, thoughts <laughs> they look creepy they're not as cute as i thought they would be <laughs> oh, not these ones <laughs> no uh no it was a fun fight it was a fun mystery because they they go out into the wilderness of cybertron looking for the aerobots and they find a signal and then suddenly they get attacked by this mutated turbo fox they're gremlins that's what they are little gremlins <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're mutates, and they're definitely not as cute as, you know, as some other ones we've seen. <laughs> Quick side note, B and Prowl talk politics, and Prowl believes B could win the vote. Killer, what's your thoughts? I don't know. I feel like it's too much tensions. I feel like I think Metalhawk might be the, the favorite for the vote. Yeah. Uh, I feel like B... Has tried to handle it as much as he can, but since the Autobots are the the symbol they see the most, uh, keeping things in order and all the things that have ha has happened, I feel like uh, Metalhawk, uh, even Starscream, but I feel like Metalhawk might be the the top one would have a, a better chance of winning, unless you know Prowl has a scheme to forfeit the vote or like uh, make fake votes and <laughs> make win uh, make B win. You know? Can I like point this? To like real life scenarios, like if uh, he's definitely the guy that's uh, uh, will do anything to win, pretty much do anything to win, but um, any means possible. Pointing to current <laughs> times, like you remember, like the whole scare that we were going through, like about the fake votes and everything. Yeah, like and then Prowl is trying to actually do that. And, like I was when I first read this it was around that time, and so I felt like that connection of like, oh my gosh, this is. This is too relatable, and it needs to stop. <laughs> too relatable to the humans, right? Yeah. 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 No, there's definitely one of those theories from you, Kilobyte, might be right. Uh, or more of them. <laughs> but uh, another side note, Swindle disturbs Shockwave to plan something. Probably something to do with Dirge, perhaps? What do you think, Computron? You mean Conehead? <laughs> oh, yeah. Conehead. I'm interested to see what's going to happen there. Because Swindle is just like, hey, Dirge has something to tell you and it'll help you. And he's like, what? And so Shockwave kind of like, okay, I, I know what I can do here. So I feel like they're going to do one of his experiments on Dirge and things are going to go crazy. Yeah. No, I, 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 think, I think you might be onto something. 
we'll have to stay tuned to find out. Stay tuned. I didn't yeah. want to like ruin anything because it's kind of a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, what, what what's your thoughts though? Like, sum it up in one word: chaos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Um, <laughs> how do you put Shockwave being a sneaky boy in one word? Um, uh, that'll do. I'll take that as an answer. <laughs> <laughs> what a shocker! Oh, what a shocker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Back to the Ironhide and Dinobots side of the story. Uh, we, we're flipping back and forth because that's how the story goes in, in the comics. Apparently, there's this sound echoing at the back of everyone's mind. Flag says it's probably Megatron. What do you think, Kilo? I think it's Soundwave. Uh, I think it's Soundwave uh, sending a uh, like a mass signal around Cybertron. And that's why... Things happen the way they happen, <laughs> and then once they happen, I'll explain a little bit more. But I think it's uh, Soundwave trying to trying to do something to affect everybody. Yeah, interesting theory. They rest for the night, but Ironhide wakes and is greeted by a fight, a fight against the Dinobots. Dun dun dun! And what a match to see. What's your thoughts? It's what four? I think it's four, four, four or five against one. Uh, I don't think I, I don't think Ironhide is gonna survive this without help, uh, especially knowing the Dinobots where they they go all in no matter what. <laughs> so it's just pure chaos. I kind of knew he could take on the Dinobots. However, luckily Grimlock wasn't there. True, that is true. Is is one of the uh, uh, Dinobots offline? Because I know, I think it's Slag or Sludge that uh, gets no his his head cut off. I'm like, oh, no. He does get his dino form head cut off. But remember anatomy. His head is not the Dinobot head. It's, oh. the, uh, it's, his, it's his robot form. And he oh. even shows that to uh, Ironhide. Because Ironhide also thought he was dead. And then Sludge was like, you stupid. My he- real head's here. Oh, <laughs> <okay. laughs> Man, like, imagine, like having all these complex anatomies and then trying to figure out how each and every single anatomy works because it's all totally unique. It's not like you can just throw everything into a textbook and, you know, you know what I mean? Because it's like, okay, um, his head's gone. And then like, no, my head's right here. I'm like, well, of course your head's right there. Yeah. Now that I think about it, it kind of makes sense because most of them are usually vehicles. And so the vehicles don't necessarily have a head because like, I guess the head for for an animal form would be kind of like the the hood of the car with the with the headlights and so if you cut that part the bot head is hidden somewhere else that's true so flipping back to <laughs> b b recruits blur to assist getting ironhide back to safety but while that is going on rc is pretending to kill some decepticons just just chills because like she's lo- looking through her sniper and saying to herself you live because i let you live it's just very psychopathic. Yeah. I like I like how she goes, like, she looks at them and she goes, pow, pow, pow. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> really? That's what you were thinking? Because I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> it's peace, Computron. It's peace. Oh, my primus. Computron, you call yourself an Autobot. What? Well, RC is an it, Autobot. It would make the plot so much more interesting. I'm just sitting there. I feel like Emperor Palpatine when I'm like, do it. Do it. <laughs> that war star is so funny. War star. All right, moving on. Should we mention that uh, the ship turmoil came in? 
mysteriously does what, Kilo? It disappears. Yeah, it disappears right in front of B and Wheeljack. Like, they're right there talking about the ship, and it's just not there in the next panel. What do you think happens? Oh, I I know what happens. Well, uh, they, they Wheeljack figures out what makes the ship so special, because the ship, uh, when it first appeared on Cybertron, it... Um, it didn't appear on the radar, so they're like they must have a like a cloaking mechanism, and that's why they're not appearing. But then he figures out that it can travel through time, but it's not like back and forth; it's side to side. And uh, I just think somehow it got activated, and it went a different point in time, and somebody's using it for bad. Hmm. Very interesting. For bad. Yeah, you might be on to something. <laughs> <laughs> Anything with time travel is usually bad. So you're saying it's not for the greater good? I think what it means by time travel is, like, instead of taking, like, five hours to get somewhere, you get there instantly. So, like, it it doesn't Teleport. go... Yeah, it doesn't really go back in time. It just, like, gets you to the point that you need to get to right at that spot so you don't, like, experience any... I think... Like? I kind of also wanted to point something out. I have it actually written down was the and throughout these entire comic series, we kind of get into these like interesting theories of like time and space. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, this is technically considered time travel, even though you would think it's more like a space travel kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in, in, I just and this is like a recurring theme. They're always like throughout the entire comic series is they're always going to have like this unique way of explaining time and space travel and it, it's good stuff um and uh, i think i i you know i'm not gonna spoil anything so i'm just gonna end it there yeah we'll we'll make a note of it kilo yeah no i'll i'll, I'll put it on my notes but yeah so like b and wheeljack have the conversation about going back through time and using the ship to stop blur from saving Seda prime so um all of this doesn't happen uh, but Wheeljack just bubble get to go side to side. So it's, it's like they can't travel back in time or forward in time. They just have to go like from point A to point B. And, you know, it doesn't affect the total way, I guess. So. Right. No, yeah, that's exactly what happens. That's interesting. So, yeah, it is interesting. I would like to have one of those. <laughs> Traveling a lot less of a hassle. Yeah. So my my last <laughs> note here is so... Uh, Blur is not the one that saves Ironhide, but we get a look at our new combiner, Superion. I think this is our third, no, wait, it's our fourth combiner we've seen in this entire continuity so far. First well, being Monster, really the Stabacator, and Menasaur. As I say, do you really want to count Menasaur? Because <laughs> I fell apart royally hard. Well, it is a combiner, and we've seen it uh, multiple times now, <laughs> technically. Yeah. It just can't really uncombined to its individual components like it's still one monster when it uncombines i guess true yeah um so yeah that's the end of the comics what's your thoughts any last minute notes what are we thinking i'm excited i'm excited to see because i thought the aerobots probably succumbed to what the dinobots did and probably tore each other apart but it looks like by either uh, combining to get like a control over whatever is happening and allow them to survive or they combine because there's something worse out there and they just needed to be stronger yeah 
And, like, this is interesting because the other combiners have always had another person to assist them in combining. Like, even uh, Devastator, uh, Metasaur, and Monstructor. Superion would be the first that, that we know of so far combined alone. Hmm. Very interesting, uh, very interesting. Makes me excited what, what for you, combiners. What do you mean by combined alone? So, like, Swindle was the one that kind of forced or worked with the... Um, with the, 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 the Stunticons to make Menasaur. Jahaxis was yeah. Monstructor. Oh, okay. And Devastator was Shockwave, I believe. Oh, okay, I see. So, if that makes remember. sense. Was Devastator Shockwave? I forgot about that. I, I believe so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I could be wrong. I believe Shockwave was the one that assisted in making Devastator. I think in one continuity is Shockwave, but I don't remember if they mentioned it here in the comics, but it kind of makes sense. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, any, okay. I'm interested. I'm more interested now. Should we move to <laughs> more interest? Should we move to Rot Stars? We should. Sure. Yeah. Let's do it. I'm gonna give this uh, a three and a half. Uh, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm gonna give it three and three quarters, kind of close to four ish. I don't. Know, I, I like. Hey, hey, Computron. Yeah. We don't. We only have half stars. We can, I'm not doing three quarter stars. <laughs> three, three and a half is solid. This isn't the human IGN. Okay, three, three and three quarter. Three and a half. Sorry. Um, the obviously for me, I kind of like to when I'm reading this, especially rereading, is jump over to political stuff and get into like the Dinobots and the uh, Ironhide thing. Yeah. But, it's, you know, I'm going to say it and I'm going to say it again. It's just set up for the next plot, which it does actually work very well with. Yeah. 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 No, I think this will be the first time 3.5 is the uh, the correct rot star rating because it's it, it gives you information you'll need later on. Uh, but right now, it's just kind of like information for the moment. So it's not too impacting of what's going on. Right. Right. All righty. Uh, so three and a half all around, right on. I think that deserves like a, a a special moment. Can we add a sound effect there that goes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Moving on to our uh, giveaway. Kilo, do you mind telling the listeners how they can win? Yes. Uh, so we're gonna be giving away a Transformers A6 line jazz toy. The giveaway will run for another three weeks, and the winner will be announced on the Earth calendar month and date of January 24th, 2022. And here is how to enter. First, you will need to subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter, each for a single entry. Uh, and you can earn bonus entries to comment or retweeting this episode. And to all out there, good luck. Fantastic. So we don't have any emails for you today, but if you would like to get in contact with us, you can get in contact with us at swervesbarpodcast at gmail.com. We'll have something on the video if you're listening or in the description below uh, so you can send us an email. I look forward to reading them. I'm really excited when you guys send us email. It makes us feel like we're doing a good job. And we appreciate you guys tuning in. Yes. So are you guys ready for More Than Meets the Eye, Volume 3? Oh, yeah. I, I am so ready. What crazy things are we going to find next? Fantastic. Computron, do you mind taking us out? <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Uh, okay, so if you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with your friends and subscribing. We hope you are all staying safe out there, and thank you so much for listening. And as always, till all are one. Till all are one.
<laughs> Till all are one. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Swerves Bar Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Swerves Bar. If you are interested in more content, try checking out the spinoff D&D Transform and Rollout Rise of the World Killers. Let's tune in for a preview now. You guys hear Zephyr is moving in the vents. He's on the move! <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot. Oh, no. Oh. I'm gonna get that little punk. Roll me initiative. Did, did he, did he even hide it? Excuse me? <laughs> Roll me initiative. Yeah. Exhilarating. There is also a YouTube channel with bonus content. Link will be provided below. End transmission.